Yo, let's go live. Go. Have Warm up, Julio. Five, four, three. One bolero lay. Yes. Yo. Are we recording? Yeah, we got him. Like we got him. <laughs> yes. No, you didn't. Here we are, live and direct at Mucho Ruido Academy. What's going on, my brother JM in the place to be? We got the man. Mark M. Markham, Markham, good. How are you guys? How are you, man? Good, man. Good to see you. It's been a long time. I DJ, extraordinary. Thanks for having promoter. me. Promoter. <laughs> oh, no, thank so you. So we start every week with uh, our handles. Yes. Um, you can find me at the Nightlife Entrepreneur on Instagram. You can find me at Ico Taps Beer and at Doral Food and Wine Festival. Markham Music. Markham Mark Music. Music on Instagram and also you can find LMG Miami. Yeah. on instagram as well yes yes. um yes. remember on youtube itunes yeah, automatic spotify love. google play dude facebook everywhere on your refrigerator <laughs> wherever show you go love. show us love show us some show love us nightlife like, entrepreneurs like stuff like us share it Bless. all right so this week man we're gonna um you know it looks a little different we're not at a bar although we do have our drinks of course Cusqueña and yes Yes. The place, you know what I mean? Um, Which, you know, now we're going to have at the studio. You know, so exactly, exactly. Here recording. Mucho Ruido Academy. We got to be thankful for them here. These yes. guys teach DJing teaches, and they teach music production. Music as well. production. They teach music production. And they DJ. teach you how to DJ. Correct. And Julio teaches you how to party. There you go. You have Yo, dude, you go. the whole package. We need some tap dancing on this. <laughs> Perfect. Thing. Yeah, well, I'll, sh I'll show you how to tap dance home after the party. So. Mark M. So you, uh, for you guys that yeah. don't know, this guy is a DJ and producer. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, Woohoo! We've known ourselves uh, for a while, uh, I'd say from the beginning, although I'd let you tell a little bit more about yeah, that. How did you get into the industry? Um, well, I started as, I don't think that many people could say this, but Underage partying. <laughs> well, right. Um, the man right here started <laughs> that way, so, so that's good. So you started as a promoter? Um, I actually or just started going to party, and okay. then I met uh, a few people in the party, and they were like, would you like to help me bring some people to the party? They, they were already promoters at that time. But I was only like 16 years old, to be honest. So it's so funny, right? It's kind of like they all have that. I saying. didn't give them that job. So <laughs> there's, there's definitely a, a scouting process. I've noticed everyone's had that same kind of beginning. Oh, I was going at this party. They kind of identify that they have people around them, right? You must right. have had like pretty girls around you, and you just knew people. And then that I, person. I don't do even you know. Who was I don't even know how that happened because okay. I was in high school still. So. Okay, but do you remember so, the person who came up to you and said, "Hey, you want to help us with this party?" It was more like, yeah, yeah <laughs> Mamel. You remember Mamel? Yeah, Luis, yeah. Luis Sanchez. Okay. Uh, Shout outs to those guys. <laughs> he was the brother of a friend of mine, so he was the one that used to take me to the clubs nice but um get you in for free no no id nothing <laughs> with a man chilling yeah, at the so, party but it was more than meeting people it, it, that i knew that people because i was in high school so who could i take to the clubs you know yeah, your teacher yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> your guidance counselor so it was more hey, mine went to the yeah. party for sure. at, at, at those times it was more like uh, when we used to promote with flyers um, yeah cards good old or, days yeah so go to the other clubs and put flyers on the on the yeah, cards yeah. and stuff like that so that's which, how it started. Which people still do, right? By the way, mm -hmm. I, I was just going to mention that yeah. a lot of people don't do that. They we don't still do that. Do that. I mean, okay. And 
I mean, we're, we're trying to keep the old school part alive. Yeah, yeah. I think it Listen, works I think that. it still works. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, you're going to get into your car. You see a flyer, you look at it. If it interests you, you yeah. you keep it. If it doesn't, you I mean, flip it. If, if people say that works. negative promotion is good promotion, then any kind of promotion is good promotion. Good promotion. Yeah, you know. For sure. Right. So the place that I actually started was La Covacha. I don't know if you heard about it. <laughs> of course. Uh, out Sorry. of 12 episodes, I think yeah. La has been mentioned no, like dude, hey. at least three or four. Hey, when they, re when they reopen, does. they need to sponsor our podcast, man, because right. I'm telling you, they're getting shout-outs every yeah. week. Another shout-out to Aurelio and Aurelio. a shout-out to Alejandro, who we were talking about before yeah, we started recording. Yeah, shout-out to those guys. They were amazing. I yeah, so them. actually, um, I, I never like got in the beginning like this type of connection with Alejandro or Aurelio that I really have now but at the beginning, the beginning I was a kid it? yeah yeah, of yeah. Course. so they were like oh, who's this kid you know like what is he doing here yeah <laughs> I know what's this underage kid doing here so, who can like close us down um, uh, you know by the way what we used to call this guy back then was Mark Quito <laughs> oh yeah they called him Marquito a lot of people still call me like that Marquito Marquito yeah oh Marquito okay yeah. it sounds better in Spanish uh, I bet, Marquito I bet, I bet. No, because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marquito well. no. Marquito meaning little Mark just kidding <laughs> you know, so, okay so Marquito yeah. you know who these guys uh, Aurelio they saw you they were like hey, it was this yeah. little Marquito guy so then I, know, I started working for them like I used to promote with Gerardo as well, mm -hmm. a lot of times, a lot of parties, because there were like shout out to Gerardo, team of promoters, one of our right hand guys, out. team of promoters and ding, stuff. Ding, ding. And um, it came a time where I was in the club like every Friday, and La Covacha was a Latin party, 100% Latin yeah, party. And I, I was bored of them. It's not that I was bored of the music. The thing is that it's not like nowadays that reggaeton. You have a new track every every week. week. Right? You have a new track and they That's play crazy. the track and it was the same music, music every Friday. Every Friday, I knew the mixes from the DJ. Like <laughs> you already had it memorized. Yeah. You're like okay, this song is coming. <clears throat> exactly, because there was a lot of music from the past that you know the merengue, salsa, yeah. uh, Spanish rock, and all of that. That there were there were the party anthems. For yeah. every Friday, yeah, they, you're, you're saying that and they just come to mind, right? Like now, at right? one thirty, uh, uh, Musica Ligera is coming. You know? So at that time, I used to, I used to have a lot of music in my computer, and but I was not a DJ, and I started to since I was working, I was bored, and I was. I was a kid still, so you I still, I, I was still 16, 17, or is, I was seventeen. What, so when, when is a good age to start DJing? By the way, just now that you're touching no, on that, you you can learn at any time nowadays. Um, but for me, more than DJ nowadays is the production part that is the most yeah. important. Because with technology now, everyone could be a DJ. I could teach you how to DJ, how to DJ really quick. But Got more it. the production part is the most important part of the So world. now that we're here in, in, <coughs> at the uh, Mucho Ruido Ruido. Academy, so they, what they show you is, because what you just said, it's funny, what you just said is, is kind of interesting in, in, because of technology. Nowadays, mm -hmm. um, people feel that they could be a DJ, they could be a, a, you know, a, video a, video, a videographer, a photographer, and that's not the case. No. There's a lot of like technical things that you Everyone need to could learn. Everyone could have a camera, but it's exactly. not the same picture that they're going to exactly. get. Exactly. You know, it's like you have to respect the fact that there is 
a you know a kind of like a guideline you know that's why we have the book right so right. that book gives you a guideline and gives you certain steps right and 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 feeds you a couple of tools that help you so and i just wanted to clarify that because right you know i, I just don't want people to think Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. I don't want people to think that they could just like, oh, buy the equipment and then become a DJ, be out of nowhere because you know it, you need to you need to learn. You need there's to, there's you know, many ways of learning nowadays. Yeah. Like you could go online and watch ten YouTube videos, and I I'm sure that you're gonna know a lot about DJing. Okay. But at that time, it was it was the CD era. Got so, it. Um, we were digital, but but not that much, you know. Yeah. But nowadays, every equipment tells you what BPM the track is going, or so it's. it's well, you were DJ Willie, who was using LPs. Can exactly. you define BPM, just for those who don't know uh, what that meant? The beats per minute. Okay. Beats per minute. Okay, right. cool. So now you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me ask you this: So, are you saying that back then, even though the CD era was already kind of like in effect, there were also DJs that were using vinyls? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They were. Yeah, because those DJs kind of more respected or more looked mm. at as like, oh man, you guys are old. <laughs> no, CDs no, no. is the way to go. No, no, there was be, a mix of that, yeah. I think. I mean, because some were uh, respected, but you know, if you were like, uh, you know, music uh, lover, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you really enjoyed the good music, etc., and the art of the DJing, I, I, I'm pretty sure you were like, odd by it. well yeah. today you know nowadays and shout outs to dj safe static you know he's 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 you know respected because of his vinyl collection right. yeah right so nowadays i think it's even more uh kind of like at the beginning as uh, a DJ, as like wow you have all those vinyls. i always started as a electronic music dj okay so the internet was there but it was not as much as we have it now like now every dj could have the same 10 tracks and they could play the same 10 tracks but before when the cd or vinyl era was used to go to stores to get those tracks and whoever had the best collection uh, yeah. had this type of you know the best style than yes. other djs but nowadays you have stores like beatport or stuff like that where everything is there that's interesting right because i think part wasn't it part of the whole DJing thing wasn't that a little bit of the fun part of it of like you being able to have something that yeah, other no one people have. could or the way that you could find it because when it comes to vinyls that was one of the top you know DJ um, I guess secrets and, and kind of you know how do you, how, you know like man I've been looking for that now they have forever but different right. and you know you, you everybody had that like store where yeah. you could have so it what, so now so you could do that but digitally vinyl? no now yeah, they happens because everyone is a music producer okay. so you have like 150,000 tracks per week just like everybody calls themselves a promoter exactly so <laughs> exactly so you see I'm telling you technology is is but it's a cycle, you know, so, so now you have all these tracks and uh -huh. you have a lot of tracks that really suck. So but is it now like more just, you just need more time? You need time to, to see listen. what you like or not. Okay. Or if you're a mainstream DJ, a lot of these DJs always play the same, you know, the top right. 40 house right. music tracks, but it, there's yeah, different say, Another thing, like you were mentioning how you can start early and you could go on YouTube and find different uh, videos on teaching you how to how to mix or whatever it is that you need to do um, <laughs> yeah. but in the end the one thing that cannot be taught 
which is one of the things I remember uh, from you from the beginning is taste. Yeah. Music, you know, taste. It's the style. Knowing, is it knowing a style? how. You know, like for example, there's DJs like like our, our DJ, DJ Wheelie, who like we know, you know, this guy's been with us for twenty something years. Wow. And we know he knows exactly how to keep the people dancing, and he knows when he needs to have them sit down to go spend money, go to the bar. Oh, wow. Like, it's a whole process in that sense. That's when you're, you know, when you're a nightclub DJ. Now, when it comes to Producer producing, DJ. there's a lot more to it in the, in the taste part, you know, because you have to understand not, not only what people like and what people want, but also For the, be able to, you know, to make something new that's going to be liked. And, 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 you know. and people ain't going to forget. People yeah. are going to say, wow, yeah. that DJ... Right. You know, so so does it happen where it's like, wow, that DJ was great, man. He made me go to the bar. He made me go to the. <laughs> he knew People how to like, say that, but you'll hear that in the, the back yeah. meetings with management. Manager say, hey, that DJ was you great. Know? He no, knew or, how to. Or sometimes I've been to parties or festivals when they say, oh, when this guy played this the the slot that he played, we saw the most. Oh wow! Or something sure. like that, you know, because depending on the music that you play, people, you know, and that guy will get hired. By again. the way, yeah. see, <laughs> and, and because I, I saw we went really hard on the whole DJ. I, I, I don't want to lose like where you were going with the beginning. The DJ. Yeah. Okay. So you started. Marquito was the DJ. Slash. You had no. Slash. I, I, you had the computer. No, I had the computer at home. Uh-huh. Then, since I was bored at the party, okay. honestly. Hey, there we go. By the way, when you start, you started promoting. Yeah. And then DJing. Correct. You started so, promoting. So you were not, you know, because there was a lot of yeah, DJ yeah, yeah. slash promoter back no, then. No, no, no. As I a matter of fact, that we used to hire a lot of that because yeah, we were yeah. like, okay, you're a DJ. All right, that means you charge 200 bucks, 250. What is it? Okay. Now, how many people can you bring? <laughs> that, that was how we measured. Okay. <laughs> how, that, how much that you measured? Well, you could pay him? Yeah, we were like, okay, so you can because bring 30 people, 30 people like, at 10 bucks a person. People that are really passionate about music hate that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I true, true, true. That's awesome. Get the truth. If, if, even you are a DJ and you know what you're doing, like he exactly. said about Willie. Because yeah. right. I'm sure that you don't care if Willie brings five people to the club or a hundred. Of course. But you know he's going to maintain those 500 that you brought yeah. in the in He's going to have that you know? following. Yes, 100%. Right. Now, as a as a young promoter, how much were you making? How, how much does a promoter make? At, at that time, at that we were time, getting like right. three or five dollars per flyer or something like that. Per person, yeah. Yeah. Per person that was. Well, it was yeah. it was flyer then because back then you used to use the flyer uh, for people to show it at the door, Club. kind of like a VIP thing. Yes. So, so it was a flyer for every party. Okay. So well, you used to give. So you some, were doing some of these that. Party. That, were, that, that that was their their. You were doing so, that. So you have an idea how inflation has been. <laughs> yeah. um, we, just, we just raised our promoters, <laughs> like a month ago. From five to seven, so and we're five, talking about how many. So you're you giving them, <laughs> so you're giving them seven dollars for every head that walks in. Right, and wow. we have different types of deals yeah. depending on the person. Some people yeah, get paid be, for, for before women. Before, how much was okay. an entrance? Like ten dollars or yeah, less? cover yeah. was ten bucks. Now it's like twenty. It depends. 25 it's twenty, right? but most people don't pay anyway. Exactly. You know, so I mean, true. we used to have ten thousand dollar doors when when I was like eighteen years old. Uh, you know, back in Yaya and Kibiskane. And nowadays you don't see those, those yeah, cover yeah. doors anymore. People want to get in free. People, you and know, and they just spend. At the end of the day, you get them at the spend. bar. Oh, the money is made, of course, for sure. And, and this is we're talking about Miami. It could be completely different in, in every any city. Which you, you know, Wichita is different Wichita. for sure. Yeah, New York's different. You know, in <laughs> Shout out to Wichita. America. <laughs> we love you. Keep listening to us. We have a lot of love from Wichita, so we gotta love them back. This is for you. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, okay. Yo, I know we got to shout out our fans. Hey, so um, we, we should we should have you. We should try to figure out how we do a party over there. And we By the way, a shout to out to Carlos Contento, who's been handing flyers out on the streets uh, for a long time. Hey, but for and real, we could he, probably take him. We'll do a Latin You know, he party told me I was walking down the street, DJ and he tells me he's Marco. listening to the podcast on his oh, yeah? <laughs> earplugs when he's nice. passing out the flyers. Shout, so shout out to, to you, him. man. Keep sending those flyers. All right, out. so you don't like this, the DJ slash promoter thing, and yeah. I know for a fact that 99.9 of uh, you know the of the Nine. DJs don't like it either because that's in the yeah. end what they want to be is is more of a DJ a, a DJ yeah you know if you're the, going in that direction that's what you want the problem is that uh, some people like my mother used to think that oh you're a DJ so you're just laying down downloading music then you go party and, and that's getting it. late and, and you get that's paid it. but nowadays Did you say late <laughs> paid and late both yeah so so nowadays when you see a dj profile they have to be promoters djs producers flyer designers this uh, is what a, a dj profile should be should look like not the no? profile but this is what you're supposed to do if you don't have okay. the money to hire someone else to do all the stuff it. Got you it. have to create content for Instagram, YouTube, know, Facebook. You. So it's a uh, full-time job. It's a full-time yeah. job. So wow. it's not like they used to say, oh, you're just going there, getting drunk, and then well, you go home. Right. Maybe it, was, before, and it was like a four-hour job. Maybe before it know. was. Maybe before it was. Maybe before back in the days, the DJs, well, the DJs I knew back in the days, they would just rehearse their set. You would hear them doing their thing. Boom, boom, boom. They go out. They, they DJ. And they would, you know. In a way, it was easy money. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was yeah. Uh, well, the, the the like I said, there's good DJs. I would I would consider those good DJs those that used to wake up and kind of rehearse their set, and maybe they would rehearse kind of that strategy of like, you know what? Here I'll keep them a good 45 minutes dancing, and then I'll kind of tone it down so they could go get drinks because yeah, they're right. thirsty of all this great music I played for them. Yes. I w I'm assuming that that's kind of like the the strategy. Yeah. So awesome, man! So you were doing you were promoting. Then you felt the DJ thing more. Yeah. No, I, I since I was bored, like I was saying, mm -hmm. um, I started to go to the booth to see what the DJ was doing. At that time was DJ Johnny, the one that was playing at La Covacha. He's you a were really just, good DJ. Yeah. Hey, what you were just shout like, out to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, real nice. That's his phrase. He made that thing. So, so you used to just get up on on the, on the booth, booth with him and uh, just kind of kind of watch him watch him and observe he did. what he was he doing he used to mix from salsa from a salsa to a rock and roll track like this he was uh, good he would mix really, it really really good hey very good and he was your friend because DJs don't usually allow that right uh, he just saw me like w another promoter from the club okay so he let time. you he let at you that time because we worked together like eight years and then the relationship changed Change. you know okay but there was another DJ there that was Felipe Cabal, and he Shout was the one. He, he was the one that. that what was Pipe's phrase? Pipe's phrase. I don't think Pipe no, had a no, phrase. No, he was no concentrated phrase. on yeah, his house always music. Always <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> focused. We always just kept on telling him, yeah. "We need Latin music. We need Latin yeah, music." Nice. <laughs> he was actually the guy that taught me how to DJ. Oh, okay. Yes, cool. and the one that his father <laughs> told me not to get in this business. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> the father. <laughs> What's up? We're still here, baby. My college counselor. Hey, You know, now his his niece is probably watching us, and <laughs> he's probably just like, "Oh my God." What is this guy <laughs> doing now? He's awesome. I told him, awesome. yeah, that's awesome. So shout out to them. All right. Yeah. Man, I, I like this story. You're, sh you're, you know, you're telling us how it's like 
progressing. So I, I, I just uh, learned. So now you're uh, what, 16 and a half? No, I was, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I like, was like 16, 17. We yeah. still got 34 <laughs> minutes to go. <laughs> right. okay. So there um, I just learned because they never gave me the opportunity at first because obviously there was... You were still they, Marquito, man. Yeah. An English Marquito. But then uh, electronic music at that time was not as popular as now. Okay. So at that time, I was just focusing on that. I, that's what I liked. I oh, liked, that's what you liked. Yeah. So you were kind of like ahead of your I time. I never played like a set of maybe one day that I had to because Felipe didn't go to the party or something like that. And I had to play like two or three tracks. But I never was able to to play Latin music. Not because I couldn't. It's because it wasn't was in you. It wasn't really you was was in your thing. Yeah. So hold up. So and did you DJ La Covata? Yeah, so then... Uh, I could imagine the day he <laughs> DJ. Everybody's like used to the whole light thing. Like, what is going on? No, because they had... <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, I mean, there was an evolution. Yeah, of the they had two rooms. Okay. And then oh, they right. used to make uh, electronic music parties. And one day I was with Alejandro, uh, this company that he used to have for flyers, Vita Graphics. Mm -hmm. We were there okay. working and he's like, do you want to play at this party? I was like, okay, sure. How do you? 17 still 17 wow yeah. all right and i was like okay what do we put on the flyer and i was like i have no idea i was i wasn't thinking of yeah, that you know right. i was like let's put dj yeah. marquito in a place no, to be. we put mark m because my last okay. name is martinez so it was like that and he stayed like that for, for almost till almost three or four years ago that i changed to markham okay because of you know uh, better Branding. Google search branding. branding stuff. Hey, so let me ask you, was that the time, was that the era where you slowly started transitioning from promoter to like, hey, now my name is on a flyer. I'm Mark M in a place to be. Don't, <laughs> at I'm that not a promoter. At that time, there was a DEA promoter. Oh. At that time. Right. Okay. That's but it was it was more like, at least I know for a fact that we were pushing. We, when I say we, you all of us in the industry. Yeah, you guys kind of like. Who were hiring the DJs. Started that. Were saying, all right, so we're going to spend this money. There were so many guys that wanted to be the new DJ of all these places. DJ promoter. You know, yeah. Like, you have no idea how many people tried to replace DJ Willie, for example. Wow. He's been with us for 20 something years. You know, Alejandro played with yeah, us. Yeah, Mark played with us. Hey, La Moche, um, La Moche, right? Was, La Moche was, was almost like a guy one, one hand. Yeah, he you know, was bad. He was amazing. good. He was one was hand. Very good. He was JJ Jefferson, who, you know, shout out to all the studio. DJs. Yeah. You know, and, like, you have no idea how many and people have played DJs, Great, great DJs that have played internationally. And then what was fact, happening, Julio? There, was, there were promoters <laughs> that were coming to you and, and kind of saying, like, they were trying to sell you on a two for one deal. Like, hey, dude, I'm a promoter and a DJ, and I'll clean the bathroom after the night. Hire me. There's a couple like of that? those. There's a couple of those. Okay. And, you know, and needless to say, the bathroom's still dirty. But, <laughs> but the reality is that you know, after we grew, because we were also growing at the time, you know, and understanding how it works and how it should be. Yeah. As as he mentioned, we don't ask that of of Willie, who we know is going to keep the room the way it should be. With this guy, I remember my partner uh, Gustavo saying a few times, you know, Kia, shout us to him. This guy's know. taste, man. I love this guy's taste in music. Right? So you, you identified then, that. Like yeah, he, I was against it at the beginning because, you know, he was I, doing I was not the house music Got it. Uh, lover, oh, wow. which actually now things have changed. Yeah. I'm more into it now. They, of course. Um, although it's I not as... I that to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, but this guy's, you know, yeah, taste in music was great. Good. As was Felipe's yeah. also. 
you know, um, Felipe DJ Cabal, who, who, you know, um, was his his mentor, and, I guess. And, and that was the thing at that time that like, there was a lot of DJs, mm -hmm. and they all were really good. Nowadays, I see. What year are we talking about now? We're talking 2004, 2004, 2004. Well, I can tell you, the DJs that we had playing at the clubs at that time all ended up playing for thousands of people at some point in, you know, big tours. How many people have you played for, like your biggest stage? Biggest festival, 10,000 to 15,000 people. 15,000 people rocking to your music. Nice. Yeah. We did. Uh, I did. I started La Covacha, then I did Yahe with the guys. Okay. It was another residency. And from there, I went to space. Wow. You yeah. jumped. You know, which in Miami is a huge name, and it is the name, the place yeah. to be. With you know, with that type of music. So what time? Like, what, did you do the whole like twenty-four hour shift? Like, no, the, 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 I, I am. Or? I did long sets, but no, okay. not as long as that. And it was also house music. It was house. Only house music. House music all night long. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Hey, so from that from that moment where your name was on the flyer, is that did, was that okay? After DJ promoter, when is it that you took that step to say, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna focus on being a DJ, and I'm assuming not only a DJ but a producer. From from when it started, I never stopped. It was like okay. they already told me that I was a DJ, so I have to go and go. So, yeah, I started playing, and it was I, I was lucky because I was a little kid for the for yeah. a lot of them, for a lot of DJs. So, a lot of people helped me a lot. Like That's Alejandro awesome. as a DJ helped me a lot. Felipe too. So a lot of people. It was hard because at the Which, beginning. Which, by the way, both of them were DJs slash promoters. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they both did it too. Yeah, nice. so. They help. We all help each other, mm -hmm. but at the beginning it was hard because some people was like, "Oh, he's too young" or whatever. But I, I think I always had that talent that that they will they would like to see, you know. Hey, so Julio mentioned when is it the the right age to come in as a DJ? And you kind of said like, "Listen, any age, right?" Um, could you could you for those listeners and viewers, could you kind of break down and 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 give us how, what is the feeling of a DJ when you're up there and you're watching the crowd, like 15,000 people dancing to your, you, you like, it's the most amazing feeling. Yeah, I you, think that for that it, kid who's like, should I become a DJ? Every DJ pushes for that, you mm -hmm. know, cause it's the, the final feeling that you want to receive that energy of the crowd. But after that, mm -hmm. the most amazing feeling is when you make a track that a lot of people know and you play it and you see the reaction or if they know the lyrics of that track that's that you create it exactly. that you produce let's say you create something here and then you go and play for 15,000 people and you put the volume down and people scream the lyrics of the track is like forget about it you're like yeah. in heaven you're in house music heaven at that point <laughs> correct awesome so that's but the, why the age doesn't matter because nowadays I see I seen DJs like for example there's like a kid in Spain that is like 11 or 12 wow. and he plays really good and a lot of, awesome. the, of the superstar DJs like Avicii mm -hmm. who just passed away or Martin Garrix yeah. um, they sad. became famous like at 17 or 18 because wow. of uh, one, one really, track. Yeah, really, yeah, really really good track right. yeah. 
Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, okay, so now you're a DJ, you're killing it. Now, you're no promoter. How are you looking at the promoter? Like, hey, man, I'm not a promoter. No, actually, uh, that's something that I don't regret because um, huh. nowadays, most people don't know what they're doing. <laughs> okay. Honestly, and they just, uh, you know, music players or whatever. But um, nowadays, like, I like to do my parties. Like, here in Miami, I don't have a residency. Okay. I, I think I... Yeah, tell play. us about where you're going and what you're doing. I play almost every club in Miami. So okay. for me, being a, a resident in a club is not what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? Tell us. I'm producing music. Producing. And, and Grammy, I'm, like award-winning. That's my goal. That's your goal. You're going to win a Grammy. Correct. Yo, we're here <laughs> with future Grammy award winner. <laughs> Exactly. That's, Mark them. That's, oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. And a bored head over there. Hey, <laughs> what are the best and worst moments that you can remember in you know in the industry? Yeah, being a, being a DJ or being a promoter. In, in general, in the industry. I mean, it, it, either way. And I'm uh, hoping yeah. it's not as a promoter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the best moments always are like when I used to go and play outside the states. Like the first time I was 18, that George Sanchez took me to Medellin. Maybe. It was in Medellin wow, actually. Wow. Medellin. Uh, and he took you. George uh, Sanchez was a, a promoter or a DJ? George Sanchez is an event George producer, an amazing event producer who does yeah. festivals. Nice. Yeah. So my first gig outside Miami was in Medellin, opening for Ed Morillo. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. And they, hand, they were like, no, you're playing at this, um, at this convention center, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I went with Felipe. And I we, we we were the ones to open the show for him. So DJ. So when I'm here playing in Miami, people? sorry, wait for the so for you the know, bang. Yeah, sorry. So when we play here in Miami, you're opening for a DJ. You're like, okay, you're opening. If you're yeah. you're playing softer, that do you actually play? Or I didn't even know the venue. I don't know where we were going. So then we get to this convention center. We go to the parking lot, right? and then we started walking. Like this big hallway, I started hearing like, and I couldn't see the nothing because everything was covered. And then we get to the backstage, and they're like, "Okay, in five minutes, you guys get on." So I'm like, "Okay." Hey, so yeah, and I'm sorry, you guys don't need. Anything, yeah, yeah, right? we we had at that time we had Laptops. suitcase, no suitcase with CDs. Okay. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> I started going to the backstage, then I go from the stairs to the DJ booth, and I still didn't see the crowd. I go like this, oh you see like a sea of people. It was like 10,000 that day. Wow. The first time I played for that. You got kind nervous, of, right? Ooh, I, I'm always nervous. You're always nervous, I love it. Always, Yeah, always. of course. Hey, people fuck up, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's no, not because of that. It's like a race that you get before the show. 10,000 people in front of you, yeah. kind of moving. No, but I, I, I almost hey, feel, feel that it's Let wrong, me ask right? you, what happens if you, all right, you have 10,000 people in front of you. That you, time I you almost fainted. <laughs> you put on the your, your headphones, right? You put on the headphones. You throw on the first CD. What happens if those ten thousand people stop doing what they're doing? Or boo because of your CD. <laughs> you know that there is another story because people is not gonna leave because of that. Okay, you know, at, but at one event. could that happen? Could it? Could it happen? There is a story. I was one time with David Guetta in Colombia, actually. Wow. <laughs> with him. <laughs> and, and, and he wanted to go to a salsa place. 
You guys are now friends, actually. Yeah. He nice. wanted to go to a salsa place, and we were like, okay, we took him in Cali to Juanchito. It's a place where the salsa <laughs> place. Puente para allá. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he was in the club, and you know that the, sa- the salsa, the salsa club, the DJ plays one track, but it's not like here in Miami that they they mix it into the other one. The, yeah. so- the song ends. Yeah. So he was there watching the the crowd, and you know. There was this track, everyone went to dance, and then the track is over and everyone left. And he was like, what the fuck just happened? The dance floor is empty, you know? Yeah. And that happens in, you know, that type of... Yeah, of course. But in our music, you need to be really bad for people to... To stop. To stop or leave, you know? But it could happen. It happens. It happens. People wait for the other DJ sometimes, you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because that must be a scary feeling, right? Imagine having 10,000 people in front of you. You start DJing and then you start kind of seeing them go away. You're like, oh, no. Sometimes they don't go away. Sometimes they're feeling it because this happens to me that there's a lot of people, but you don't see them like, okay. but they're having a good time. Yeah, anyway. And that's what matters. Do you, is there a time where there's a connection, eye connection with anyone, or is it just you, you're feeling it, you're in your own zone, they're in their zone, and everybody's just in their zone? Eye connection, not, but it depends on the venue. What we call the drop of a track or, or a breakdown of a song that they know that you see if they're, they're singing, they're chanting, or, cool. or something like that, or they're jumping, because awesome. every crowd is different. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Cool. You, you know what's you great? You know, you know what I love? You saw his his eyes. He's ready to like. I want to drop. You know, yeah, he wants to do. He wants to do a drop. <laughs> drop <my face>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, you got him all into it. He's like, yo, play that beat. Play that beat. <laughs> what's happening? Tell me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so, so I don't, you mentioned your best, but too. you mentioned your worst. Really my worst. Wow. The worst is. Um, in one of these big shows, I used to play with computers once. Oh. And and the DJ that I was close in the party, that was the main DJ of the that party, was like, okay, five minutes to go. So that I start setting up, and my computer wasn't going, wasn't oh. doing anything. It was not, not turning on. And, he, and you I, had I, your music in your yeah, computer. Yeah, and story. I couldn't oh, tell him, okay, play two more. He was like, I'm leaving, and that's it. <laughs> So at that point, we thirty you seconds. Have no, you have no singing skills. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you do at that point? You start singing. <laughs> hey, dance. everybody, come to the beat. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that time, with the with the computer, I had everything. You know what I was going to play. Everything perfect. You know, and obviously I have like CDs and stuff that I could use, but it's, it was not going to be the same. So I was like, what? But thirty seconds before he was going to end, seconds. The so computer turned on. That was yeah. Jesus. <laughs> that was house music. That's Jesus. why you know Jesus loves on. music. You know, house music specifically. Hey, if, uh, well, what would happen if it doesn't turn on? Like, do you, like, use your phone ringer? Like, what do you do if it wouldn't have turned on? Uh, At that point, is it, as you as the DJ, are you responsible? Like, what happens? Uh, at that time, maybe another DJ could take on for me, and then I had to figure something out. Okay, and, and that brings me to to a question I had in mind, is, and is I remember back then you guys would show up with your own equipment. I remember there was always an issue with I don't want this guy using mine or lending and each other's equipment, equipment and all those things. Now nowadays, what you know at 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 your level, what do you bring when you're gonna play somewhere? 
USB. Yeah, he's like okay. this. Yeah, I used to. I wow. used to have many CD cases, but yeah, nice. a USB. I hey, have. by the way, uh, the same way that for like Latin music bands, that's uh, you know me being Colombian. Let's say a Vallenato band Vallenato. arrives to a place <laughs> and they come and they're like 12 musicians and they got 12 friends that are carrying their shit. Yeah. yeah. DJs back then used to arrive with a group like, of people carrying their shit too, I remember. 100, 100 <laughs> CDs. And like three friends, so they're coming with me with the of course. And cases. for some reason, Promoted, those guys ended up being the DJs afterwards. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know, it, yeah. It, was, it was one of those. And they were underage sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and are they I DJs now? Are they DJs now? Some I am assuming it was kinda like they're learning yeah. everybody's I have some. How to carry the no it has <laughs> So the, the question was Well when I went to space for the first time mm -hmm. I, I carried the vinyls of Felipe or, or Lazaro. Okay, so the question was who is it important to, to bring your own equipment or do you need to? No, like at, at the level that I am, I uh -huh. uh, they I provide a rider and they have to have the, that equipment. Correct. Nice. Uh -huh. And at the clubs they so have... So you're at that level, you no, got to get to that no, level. No, but at the clubs they have they they have this, this kind of equipment, this, this type okay. of... Okay, so it's kind of like a standard equipment yeah. that... They what have. is today's standard equipment? Yeah. Just to mention out there a little technical uh, uh, DJs out there who are starting well, you know what they need to learn with a lot of DJs use Pioneer Pioneer yeah okay 2000s Ooh. Nexus okay yeah it's the same for the the DJ Mixer 2000 and the CDJs 2000 and it's been the same for a while no uh, they changed the model because first it was CD then it was CD and USB then it's it going so going. for from a promoter you were making let's say at that time three dollars four dollars a head blah, 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 the flyer five dollars five five dollars five dollars three to five yeah, three to five be. um as far as uh compensation wise mm -hmm. is is that what made you kind of also say you know what now i'm just going to be a dj because i'm making five hundred dollars a night Versus. At the beginning, I did it for the music because it was, it was something that I was looking forward no, to. No, you had to build your And game, at the beginning, right? you probably make less DJing than yeah. bringing people. Ooh, yeah. I used and to that's play. Why, a, that's why there's that DJ promoter kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. I used to play a lot of parties uh, for free. Okay. Because of you want the promoter was there. like, experience. Oh, just play because you know, people have to know you. Know, like, <laughs> that was a hustle. Okay. <laughs> you think, so you think people, you know, new DJs that want to learn, they. They should be self-taught, go on YouTube, that kind of thing, or should they look for a mentor and find somebody who yeah. teaches them? The it depends on how quick you can learn. Because, for example, I, I used to, I didn't have that tool to go to YouTube and see, and Felipe taught me how to mix with vinyls and then with with CDs, and at that time it was not, we had technology, but it, it was not that easy as it, as it is now. But I think if, if you, you're patient and you know how to do it. Mm -hmm. But there's people that like the hands-on things more than anything. So that's why academies like this are, are great for, for it. For example, I did a, I did an online course or, on production on Point Blank School that is in England. And, and I learned a lot in three months. It's expensive sometimes, but it helps you a lot. It helps you as a DJ in what sense? Like. Technically, how to technically cause produce they, cause, or, cause or how to set up? Taste or can be thought. Yeah, taste can be thought. Okay. Or if the, it's like dancing, mm -hmm. if you don't have the moves, yeah. you, you're not going to learn. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have that swag, then yeah. it's not going <laughs> to happen. Do you or think that somebody that can't dance can be a DJ? 
I've seen people that can yeah. dance that are DJs. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's actually a lot of good salsa dancers. Salsa singers on the show. Yeah, he can dance. I don't know. We gotta see him. We gotta see that. That's a good one. Hey, so and um, so so as a as a DJ, okay, now you're a DJ. Now you're traveling. Um, do you work now with promoters? Are you? Where's is that something that you're still even entertaining or no? I'm straight up the DJ. I work with promoters. Do promoters hire you? Do they call you? Um, Explain that to me, just to see for those that are listening if they're still as a DJ. Should you stay in touch with promoters because they're the ones kind of like still in the scene and still. No, you, you're you're always in touch with promoters. The, with promoters, the, the different thing is like like not, not bar owners or mm, well, it depends. It depends. More with promoters. You end up meeting people because, okay. for example, um, with the track "Strangers" that we did last summer, it was played in a lot of countries like Spain, Greece, and we we went to play to those countries because the owner of some club liked the track that he wanted to be it and made it. Ah, okay. So that's where the relationship starts, you awesome. know. But uh, in the industry nowadays, like with electronic music, there are many nightclubs, and mm -hmm. it's not only like house music. There's techno. There's progressive house, trance. There's many there's genres. Okay, yeah. So, so there is clubs for each genre, or there are promoters for each DJ that plays. So, what what, ge of what genre are you when it comes to? I I always love house music. House, just house, house, straight up hard. Now we do more like tech Latin house. Okay, so it's tech Latin kind of house. But I've done everything. Like, and, and does is it uh is it uh, recommended for house DJs because there's so many styles of of music to get an agent? Do you guys work with agents? Yeah, yeah. So and managers because yeah, man, like DJs now. Because yeah, the thing is, now you're talking about money, and 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 we're gonna go there. When you start DJing, you know, there's there's kids that say, I mean, I've seen it at, at like all ages where they go, I don't care, I don't want to get paid, I just want to play, yeah. you know, and then there's the kids that get paid 150 bucks because they already feel, I'm, you know, I'm doing yeah. something, I'm bringing some people, whatever. There's the DJs that get paid $500 a night, you know, yeah. um, you know, they, they're great, they're consistent, whatever. The $1,000 DJs, whatever. At, at the club level, you know, you know, we know there's different sizes, yeah. different types of, of of payments. payments at the big level I mean you you see you know that that business a little more what is you know what can somebody um, dream of you know if they if they were gonna be a name yeah, yeah. at one point is to have your entourage uh, like like you dream of it you know like having an agent a manager and you're like a celebrity like, right like, yeah but it's not, right, but, not, but it's not only wise, what, it's you, what is a target like you know. No, but he's saying like an entourage, like as far as like, for a DJ to get to that level, you uh -huh. need. It's not because of the, It's not because of the money. It's because, yeah. is if you are doing whatever in life, mm -hmm. and you like to let's say paint cars, but you also have to, you know, clean them. Mm -hmm. You're gonna do both things halfway, you know. Okay. So if you're a DJ and you need to. Go onto on to your social medias, exactly. do the flyer design, 
do this, do that, and you don't have the people helping you to do that, you're mm -hmm. not going to be great at what you actually have to be great. You know? Exactly. So you need so a big team. You need a team. So you need you, a team. You need, you need that person that is going to handle contracts, advancing the shows. You need the agent. You need the manager that is going to receive the call. Is. I think what Jay like wanted to know though is Dude, how much money. money do they make? <laughs> no, no, people. how much do they make and need, I guess, to pay the entourage? Yeah, in a way, to pay the entourage is up to you, you know, because it all yeah. depends Let's how much say, you do yeah. with so there are there are DJs for nowadays um, that are charging twenty five thousand. There are DJs plus. that that are known, but mm -hmm. they charge, let's say, from the techno scene. We could say three thousand to five thousand dollars per show, and okay. they do three shows. Uh, on a weekend. Okay. So they're making nice twelve thousand dollars. So say. then from those at the end are how much? Um, forty eight uh, a okay. month. And okay. from that uh, the ma the manager gets the fifteen yeah. percent or right. ten or twelve. What if you're in the top ten DJ list? Yeah. Hey listers. Um, I believe their percentage comes down because there are DJs that charge a million dollars sometimes. A right. million dollars to DJ? Like in a Vegas residency, it could be. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I'm telling that you, the numbers are great. Are huge. To make that's, why you only see, that's why you only see the big, oh, we're talking the big names. Calvin Harris. Yeah, and right. you're talking about not only DJs. At this point, they're DJ producers. Like everything that they're playing is Well, the ones that are getting 3,000 also are DJ producers. Yeah. Just not as well known. Or, they're you know, different genres. That's also music. another thing. What, for example, you know, mentioning uh, Live here in Miami, which is one of the you know biggest names worldwide. And every time that there's any big DJ in Miami, they come to two places, live and story, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I understand that they have deals with you know with them that, that that's the only place they, they play or, or whatever you know exclusivity kind of deal, deals or whatnot. Yeah. Th th and those are usually the you know the A-listers, the, the top ten, um, and maybe too generous. I understand you know which is the mainstream house music that's commercial, right. which is more live, and then you have what story, story. place, which is a little more underground. They 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 stopped doing that. Okay. Because he was not making, I guess. So underground, underground does does not make as much money. Because no. it's something good to know. Like if you're gonna get into it, there's one way to go, yeah. which is this is the music I love and this is what I'm gonna mix. And I don't care what you guys say. I'm a bachata fucking DJ and this is what I'll do. <laughs> and I'll now, do. And and then, right, and there's also a difference when it comes to underground and right. commercial. But then you can also go on the other side and say, okay, so I want to be a DJ mm -hmm. and I love music and I love mixing and I love the crowd and but. Okay, so this is a genre that makes money, money and actually would be best to go into. Is it depend on what what you think yeah. money is worth, you know? Because yeah. underground is not underground like we say anymore because everything is in your hands with the interest. Right. So when we say underground, we're talking about techno, you know, this type of DJs that it's not that they're not making money. They're DJs of they could go from five thousand to right. to fifteen thousand per show. Right. So well, it, you have so underground is not even underground. Land. I mean, underground doesn't exist. It's more like experimental now. Yeah, right? kind of yeah. Uh, something that came from the roots of the. You house. have you have look. You have DJs like Irene in Miami, hip hop music, yeah, you know, R&B and all this huge, you know, names. Yeah. Uh, you know, being the Miami Heat uh, DJ for a while and all those kinds of things, um, who gets paid well. Yeah, I'm saying for sure. I don't know. And they maybe have not as big. Maybe not as big as yeah. you no. know those big names that we mentioned. But but yes, as big as they're, the middle. You know, middle. Yeah, yeah. Then you have 
for example, the Alex Sensations DJs and you know for oh. the Latin crowd who get paid at least five grand. It's kind of the know, same, the same kind of DJ, but one is Latin and the other one is. Andrew. By the way, something right. very interesting, and you said you mentioned Alex Sensation. Like another situation that's happening is almost you know how they go from promoter to DJs. Now they're going from DJs. Radio DJs to, to from to, from radio DJs to celebrities. Oh yeah, because now Alex Sensation. Well, because you do the whole. Because you do the whole. Okay, so now I'm on Instagram. I am producing music. I'm also a, as a, a musician because I'm doing. I'm, you know, a song. Exactly. I have a good ear. I know how to right? make good music and how to play well. And, and they know how to do their their social media well. You know, they're influencers. Question: Do you? He mentioned live. He mentioned story. Do you go to those clubs when there's a good DJ? And when you go, do you go dance or do you go listen? I, I've never been like a super party kind of guy. Okay. I just focus only on when he was sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Only when he was Marquito. <laughs> I focus on the music. So you focus so on the music. So when when I go, some mm -hmm. I don't like to go to those places not because they're bad. I I just don't like the environment of the VIP type of club. No. So very crowded. It's just another. Yeah, world. so I I just go when I have a friend that is playing or something like that. I go with them in the booth or something. And you go listen. You yeah. go. You, you yeah. still, you still kind of like are are, are are putting yourself in a place where you're still learning. Yeah. Right. Because there's still always room. Markham, if you had to give our listeners just one tip. Yep. One tip that you know. Give it to them. To anybody that wants to become a, a DJ. Or a promoter, or you know, get into the industry <coughs> in general. Whatever you feel more comfortable <coughs> giving a tip about. Okay. What would that be? If uh, if you're gonna become a DJ, like everyone could be a DJ nowadays, so try to focus on the music. Become a music producer first. If you make good tracks, you're gonna become a DJ after. Wow. So so now it's kind of like so the other way around. Yeah. Because okay. you're not gonna find fight against you know all the people that wants to DJ because they just want to do it, but you're gonna get hired <clears throat> because of the music that you're making. Awesome. Hey, do we go into the night, Father? I mean, uh, Marquito's not Marquito anymore. He's uh, right. I mean, Marquette. he started as a kid. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at the end of every show, we do a little segment called the Night Father. Yeah. Um, and we talk uh, a little about bit about kids. that. Although you you're not a parent, are you? Nah, nah, nah. Not that you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, even though you've been around, you know. Um, so in the future, you know, the, these DJs, these well-known DJs, there's a lot of them that are dads. Yeah. Is that in your equation? Is that something you're even entertaining? Like, how do you feel? Is it something that you feel like, oh man, when I have my kid, I'm gonna, I'm, my kid is gonna be that 11 year old who's gonna be DJing. Just if he wants to. Just if he wants yeah. to. At the moment, I would love to have a kid, but I'm still, okay trying to build what I want to have. Okay. So I think I'm, I'm not there yet, even though I love kids. Awesome. But now we know, we we'll drop <laughs> them off and... Yeah, we got seven. Yeah, we yeah. have seven so kids. we're doing good. Both of us, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping one for you right now. Yeah, so, fact. you know, you might get a call one day like, hey, Mark, you don't mind just taking care of, you know, one of our... Hey, more. where can people listen to your music? Yeah. Okay, you could go on Spotify, SoundCloud, Spotify, SoundCloud. Markem, M-A-R-K-E-M. Hey, and we've been listening to some music before we yeah, started, music. and it's good. Amazing. It had us dancing, you know, we didn't play it right now because we, we wouldn't have been able to sit through this uh, interview. We, we would have been dancing Cheers. ourselves away. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. It was great, you, man. Remember, LMG Miami yes. on Instagram, The Nightlife Entrepreneur. 
Ico Taps Beer and the Doral Food and Wine Festival. Market music. Hey, as for Cusqueña, when you go to iTunes, Instagram. Spotify, Automatic, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Nightlife Entrepreneurs, <laughs> Nightlife Entrepreneurs, you know, dot com slash podcast. Slash there you go. See you next week. Follow us, like us. We love you. Pew! <sighs>